Dude, so hilarious. He's just like, oh yeah, you guys, you guys catch like my call in the newspaper. He's like, oh, you guys probably didn't read it. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's like, it's like, us, it's like us with our fucking podcast. It's like, uh, it's like uh, you don't have to worry about it. It's like, it's all good. Hello fellow fumblers and welcome to another episode of the Film Fumbler Show, the show where four friends fumble through your favorite films. Today we are reviewing Fantastic Mr. Fox, movie released in 2009 and directed by Wes Anderson. Without further ado, my name is Adrian. I'm Jay. I'm Taryn. What's up? It's James. Oh yeah. What's up, James? Oh. What's up? What's going on? How you doing? Good, dude. I'm chilling. My uh, my legs hurt from playing pickleball last night. <laughs> my toes, their skin's peeling off my toes. <laughs> oh, great! No, not really. Not hard. <laughs> I didn't get to play. It looked a, it looked like a lot of fun. Pickleball seems really cool. It was a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work. A lot. A lot of ball I remember you job. were just like. Yeah, you were just like, I skipped my workout, so I decided to play pickleball. For yeah, so I was <laughs> you like, were getting not that it, bad. Dude. Like, I was like, okay, I was like, I'm just going to be sweaty and drunk. Oh, boy. But, so, yeah. All yeah. right, let's let's uh, let's take these shots. Who's shooting? Oh, I'm not, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I can't okay, do it. It's okay. I have cheers, my guys. Oh, cheers in spirit. Cheers in spirit. Do it. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. I just don't feel right, you know? Ooh. It had been a while mm. since we went what I would consider a little hard, you know? Had um, it been, though? Because, like, we just had oh. that whole land a few weeks ago. I feel before. like I didn't go that hard in the land, you know? Yeah. Just well, yeah. I wasn't sleeping there, but. That's yeah, true. It was rough. <clears throat> but also, I think I was just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Fantastic Mr. Fox, another Wes Anderson, the yeah. second Wes Anderson film we've reviewed, the second Wes Anderson film I have ever seen, and man, yeah. I need to watch more of this guy. There's so many. Yeah. There's quite a few, quite a few. This is the first one I saw from oh, really? him, like, what is it, like four years ago probably, I saw it in college, my history of animation class. Ah. Uh, oh, wow. And I fell oh. off it immediately. Spoilers. Yeah. But, uh, so that's an interesting thing because yeah. this is, I mean, it's stop motion, right? But we, we're like, yeah, we're considering this an animation because we're doing, a, you know, animation yeah. for this, rounding it out with this. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. Good shit. So you fell in love instantly, Taryn. Yeah, dude. I remember uh, we had to write a paper and it could have be like some of these topics and i was like oh fantastic mr fox it's right in there and i fucking found it dude <laughs> the essay i wrote about this movie did you oh wow yeah. it's pretty bad wow. but it's pretty bad dude. It's pretty I bad like, wow. i thought you were gonna read the entire thing <laughs> no it's like three pages. Yeah, that's gonna be the review that'll oh, be page is 50 three oh i just said 50 i was like that is kind of crazy <laughs> no god jesus christ oh man Nice. I think this was also the first Wes Anderson I saw. Um, Good. And I did like it. It kind of captures you in an interesting way, you know? Mm -hmm. A little bit of timelessness to the style. Almost yeah, feels yeah. to me like a Disney formula, but for adults. More for adults. Sure. You can still have kids kind watch of... it, but not all his movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, they did like a signature style. Yeah. Right. Just always. Does it always work? I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, I don't know. Have I don't know if I've seen like a stop motion that I didn't really like. I don't know if I've seen many. I mean, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, Coraline, but. I don't know. They're all good. I don't know. Animation is just better. We were talking about this before. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I had to start rating movies. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're just better. Like, I don't get dude, why. It makes me so sad. <laughs> Especially TV shows. It's like, oh, it's a cartoon. You really want me to watch this? I'm like, dude, come on. It's actually fucking incredible. Like, all the stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just like the freedom that you have. You know, you could just make anything alive. You know that you just can't really do yeah as mm-hmm. seamless and you know traditional like so many yeah this was styles and shit like it's just yeah. endless possibilities but i mean with this one still granted i don't know a whole lot about wes anderson but definitely still had the whole feel right the whole aesthetic you know very very bright and colorful there was like a lot of very um What's the word I'm looking for? Symmetrical. Uh, symmetrical shots, mm-hmm. you know. Very prominent. Yeah. yeah. With Wes Anderson. That's what's but... so cool, dude. I've seen maybe like four or five of his movies, and they're all like that. Even that two animated ones, it's like he just still nails it, even in a different like art form like that. It's so sick. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm like, okay, <laughs> this might be controversial, but I'm gonna be a little honest here. Like Uh-oh. the I feel like there should there is such a thing as like Wes Anderson fatigue, where like if you watch like three of his movies too close together, you're just like, okay, dude. The charm world we wears it. off. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like, you're a hipster. Doing, it's like not a you, but trick. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels like a gimmick almost at at times. I agree with like, that. Okay. I don't think that's but a hot I don't take. Think that it, 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 it's not like bad. It doesn't make the movies bad. It's just you know. You can yeah. get tired of it. You know what you're getting into, like with a Tarantino kind of thing, where you're getting yeah. all these fucking long-winded bullshit that nobody <laughs> wants to fucking see. Except <laughs> him. The signature. Right. So, yeah, you're yeah, you're getting the signature <laughs> color palette with this dude and some random hipster songs that only Alonzo knows in the background, <laughs> and it's like, Ouch. yeah, yeah. And so, like, I can see that. You could get a little fatigue, but it still has that. There's something a little bit heartwarming about it. It feels very mm-hmm. personal. It yeah. makes you so feel. Physical, dude. Yeah. 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 That's a good word. Everything's super witty. So, I don't know. Did you guys even. Did you guys even read the book, bro? <laughs> I had... No, I never. never read it. Before. Right. It's based off of Roald Dahl. Yeah. Uh, what? Was I never read it. I was just wondering if anybody. If anybody had even, uh, I think the only book I've read of his is the is Charlie and the Chocolate. No Factory. way, dude! Really? Yeah. I think so. BFG. Yeah, I never. Oh, I had to read. Yeah, James I, and the Giant. I, like I read. Peach, is that him? I don't know. <laughs> that is. Uh, that... Oh, that... I think maybe is it? I don't know. Also, the Marathon, huh? Yeah, and Tilda. also, also has you know also Henry Selick, which Henry Selick worked on this film. So interesting. Yeah. He's not credited as much, I think, because he stopped working on it. I think it was like in 2007 or 2008. But the I think it kind of started around like 2004 is when oh, was wow. it when it like really went into kind of like production. Um, 
but yeah, so he, he, I guess he stopped. I can't remember the the reason. I think Dude, he Fumbleverse. Just did he other left to go projects. work on Coraline. Oh shit! There yeah, it is. Yeah. Ooh. Dude, yeah, and I'm, I'm just. He a... had his priorities right. Dang. Damn. <laughs> did he? This was all famer, by the way. No, I like this. I yeah, Coraline was yeah. <laughs> this was better than the Royal Tenenbaums, that's for sure. I don't have too many. Damn, you think that? Yeah, Easily. I would I would agree Easily. with that. Yeah. Okay. Do you not? Do you not think that, Jay? I don't know. Not really. I think the Royal Tenenbaums has a real special something in I, it. Uh, it explores like so... taboo-ish things openly and whimsically, yeah. which is interesting. You know. That's true. Yeah. Totally but I get it. I get it. Yeah. I think the Royal Tenenbaums may be funnier, but this movie was surprising how funny I thought it was. Like it I was like laughing out loud like multiple times throughout the film. I was like, oh shit, this is there's a lot of like in jokes. Like like once they let you in on their jokes, it becomes like reoccurring throughout mm. the whole thing, which is like fun because I was like, What what are they saying? Cuss? I was <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't know I did, I was lost. I actually was lost there for a second. I was like, what is that? Yeah. I was like, what's a cuss? And then mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm stupid as hell. That's just <laughs> yeah. really slow. But in like once, once they let you in on those jokes, like it makes it that much more like personal. I felt yeah. when I was watching it, which was like really fun. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. And yeah, I mean, just like the, like you said, like once you're kind of in on it, like the whole Christophens, Chris, what is his name? Christopherson? Yeah. Like, yeah. His character was just hilarious. Not and and what's great is like, Christopherson's character alone wasn't really that funny, but just the jokes that surrounded him were so <laughs> good. Like just how loved he is, you know. Like yeah. it's yeah. so funny. Like when they're going out on the on their first little uh, little heist thing, and like, you know, Mister Fox is just telling his his son Ash. He's just like, I'm sorry, you can't be here. Like, how'd you even find out that you absolutely can't be here? And then he leaves, and then Christopherson's right there. Oh, great, you made it! Like it just went <laughs> so so funny. Yeah. That's like the funniest shit. Well, I the that. I I loved that like whole heist vibe because it really felt like Ocean's Eleven for kids, especially because of and George uh, Clooney. Yeah, George yeah. Clooney. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you could tell that they had done this before, and it made it right. that much better. Mm -hmm. um, this was George I, Clooney's first. Um, starring role in an animated film and like that's crazy killed it his voice <laughs> yeah. is just so good like yeah. Yeah. It's, his voice is like a, as attractive as he is it's like it's not <laughs> yeah. so it really is yeah meryl um, street but... as as the wife was surprising to me like i was like whoa i did yeah. not yeah i did not recognize her voice that much yeah another one that yeah. was interesting that i didn't recognize at first was um the rat Willem oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah dude and yeah. once i was looking for it i was like oh yeah you could he's put he's playing a character right like because yeah. george clooney that's george clooney's voice but the mm. rat like willem dafoe is playing a, a character yeah. of a rat, and it's but you still hear yeah. you know yeah dafoe stole the show i loved it i loved it, <laughs> it was, dude, and his character was awesome like so all the cool. knife flipping and stuff <laughs> it was sick the one thing that felt weird was which I don't know. It didn't bother me that much, but it was like, how is a rat the same size as a fox? Which yeah, was I mean, uncomfortable yeah. at times. And then sometimes it felt like the foxes were like the size of a rat, like compared yeah. to the human. Foxes aren't very big, but they're you know the size of like a medium-sized dog or a small-sized dog, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, 
they were talking to humans, so if that didn't do it for you, that means... Well, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That, <laughs> the size changes a lot, for sure. Because <laughs> then when he picks yeah. up his tail and wears there's a tie, it's, like, so long. I'm like, I thought it's they were smaller yeah, you're right. than that, dude. It's a full-size tie. I didn't, I, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they did weird things where, like... Because at first you're just like, okay, it's, it's you know, animals. They can all communicate with each other. We get that. And then you're like, can they communicate with the people? And then they just write them freaking notes, like those yeah. ransom letters. Hey, right out of magazines. <laughs> it's just like, Dude. why do you write it on that? And he's like, well, you wrote yours on that. <laughs> um, right. That was a great bit. I love that. Yeah, that so I think good. all of those things together is what make this movie makes this movie so special, right? Is like the wittiness, the like it does, like the whimsicalness comes from like they are the same size and they can talk to people, like you know, all those kind of like fantasy mm -hmm. elements. But the jokes that they throw in are so good. Like they're to me, like that's like something you would see in like a hot shots or something, you know? Like mm -hmm. a little bit smart but really, really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, like, with the talking and all that stuff, like, just the way they would just do human stuff, like, wear clothes and, like, go fucking house shopping right. with the realtor and all this shit. Yeah, they have realtors yeah. and lawyers, and it's just, it, it works so well. Yeah. But, but yeah. we're constantly reminded by Mr. Fox, we're wild animals. Right? They still yeah. hold that, yeah. that spontaneity of just being a wild animal. Whenever they get in front of food, they just fucking eat it so yeah. ridiculously. <laughs> it's like a little squabble oh with the God. Bill Murray, the badger, or whatever. It's so funny. A little slap fight, just yeah. fucking turn into their animal instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, and like a lot of the, you know, we we touched on it, but like a lot of the comedy is is those subtleties, and I feel like a lot of times that's kind of the best comedy where there's not necessarily punchlines, but just. What the characters are doing, like the fact that when they're going on a heist, they wear ski masks, right? Like, why, <laughs> who are they hiding their identity from? Just, <laughs> I never thought about that. Out. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's like that. It's it was hilarious to me the whole time. How they, <laughs> they're trying to be so secretive. Oh, and I love his little sock hat, just like perfectly on his head. Yeah, and that and that like. You know, Ash's character just touches into kind of another Wes Anderson trope of about like just family dysfunction. You know, like yeah. how the family is not working together all the way, and like you know, you have the mom and dad who love their son, but like he's imperfect. You know, he's they're like, "Well, you're just different." different. He's like, "I don't feel different." He's like, "What are you?" He's like, well, "I'm not different. I'm an athlete." Ah, uh, daddy like, problems, daddy issues, number two. Yeah. Well, I, I also thought like the whole, you know, when he shoes off uh, Ash in the beginning and then Christopherson is there, yeah. he's like, okay, good, you made it. Like, that's like, I took that as like, okay, he might be like a little weird towards his son, but also like, I think he's protecting his son because he knows that what he's doing is dangerous or could be dangerous. Okay. So instead of being like... You know, for the cousin, he doesn't give a shit. Like, he's, that's a transaction. But for his son, yeah. it's just different, you know. And he wants to be the guy who's, like, providing for the whole family, you know. Like, that's his. Mm -hmm. He's really tied up in that. Especially when he becomes, like, a newspaper guy. Then he gets kind of depressed. And he's, like, not doing what he wants to do, you know. And that's all. That's a little bit of that, like, weird, deep emotional stuff that you wouldn't really see so yeah. much in Dude, a movie like that. That's exactly what my paper was about, that theme of the movie. <laughs> really yeah wow 
Dude, so hilarious. He's just like, oh yeah, you guys, you guys catch like my column in the newspaper. He's like, oh, you guys probably didn't read it. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> it's like, it's like, us, it's like us with our fucking podcast. It's like, yeah, it's like, you, know, you don't have to worry about it. It's like, it's all good. It's just like, it's that smiling face, but you're crying in the inside. It's just like, yeah, it's just like yeah. every time somebody, you know, I like haven't seen somebody in a few months or something, and. It, Like, oh, you guys still doing the podcast? I'm like, yeah, we've been doing it every single week for the past <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's hard yeah. to be consistent like that. Don't worry about it. Right, yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. Probably didn't have time. <laughs> Whatever. That's the grind, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the so Mr. Fox, he his character... Okay, so we talked about, you know, book written by Roald Dahl. He, at the time of writing, I was reading that he, like just had gone through so many hardships of of just fatherhood and like i think he had a, a son who had passed away and then a son who was like having you know issues from a car accident that had happened he had like some brain damage and stuff and so the the theme of that really comes in where mr fox is just being he's just trying to be that like supportive father you know and like he's just really trying to provide for his family and that was just such a Oh no, it was such a cool theme to watch. Like just just how reckless Mr. Fox is, but like he's he is doing it not for greed, but like just he's like, I need to take care of my family and I need to just be that provider. He's like, that's what I'm, I'm good like, at. Yeah. I'm like, why am I not doing it? Yeah. Yeah. He's a fox, you know, as yeah. sly as a fox. Like he Yeah. So it just it just worked on like so many levels, the the character of the fox and like it being that animal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, I wish we I read the book just so like yeah. what's what's the what's the correlation there? Is there these deep themes in there? So I, I or is it that, just about whatever, you know? I saw that like the second act is basically the book and the for beginning and the end are like totally new like stuff that yeah. they wrote. Yeah. So I yeah, I think know, I read like, the book. It is. It's probably short, right? It's a kids book, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so, usually probably. shorter. Yeah, because what's the what's the runtime on the movie? Hour, like an hour and thirty. An hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, an hour twenty-seven. Yeah, I, I think I read that like a lot of it was just directly from the source, like directly from the book. So like you said, the beginning end did they did change it a bit, but the core middle of it is like very much from the book, which is cool. Which is you know Yeah, dude. Turn into like some kid's book. From an author that has like all these other like popular ones and like turn that into a whole ass movie with like different things about it. I don't know. It's really yeah. cool. And yeah, so that's the thing. Hard. That's the thing that I like kind of wanted to talk about is just again, I, I hadn't seen this movie or really done any research before we we watched it, but just seeing it and like hearing about it, it doesn't feel like a kid's movie. And I think it still doesn't even after watching it. Like Coraline, for example, feels like a kid's movie. Um Nightmare Before Christmas, like, these, like, just feel like kids' movies. This type of animation definitely does. But this, maybe it's just because in my head, I'm like, okay, Wes Anderson isn't really, you know, a director for kids' films. But I don't know. where. How do you guys feel about that? Like, did it feel not like... Did it feel like... Like, would you let your young children watch this movie? Or, like, not let them watch it, but, like, would this be like, oh, watch this movie, you're going to enjoy it? You know what I mean? I because they would enjoy Coraline. I don't know. I feel I like the comedy if, yeah. is more subtle. Yeah, the, and... the dialogue and stuff is probably would fly over their heads and not be like as yeah. like, wacky yeah. and stuff, you know? 
Yeah. yeah. And that, that's another thing. Like, so I watched this with Samantha and before, cause she had never seen it either. And like when we had just looked at, you know, the pictures and stuff and she's like, Oh, like they're ugly. Like all of the characters are like, it's not pretty. You know what I mean? It's not like a pretty, as we were watching it, it grew on her a lot and me. I'm just like, they are actually kind of cute in their ugliness. Like, they're really like <laughs> ragtag, like just kind of thrown together. They use real animal hair and real human hair for the humans. Like it's That's very, crazy, very raw, but it's, uh. there's a, there's a cuteness there. <laughs> there's a cuteness factor that happens. Yeah. That's such with a just how the characters are. Cause even like the, the little Ash is so ugly. <laughs> just like, he's so yeah. weird looking. He's all tiny. He's cute. Little cape on. I don't know. <laughs> see that yeah and like that's why he's cute is because you're just like you feel bad for him kind of you know it's like that oh like, yeah <laughs> so ugly yeah i don't know if i would say it's like full on a kids movie because like it kind of feels like it but then they're like this guy brews alcoholic cider and they're this guy's a knife and they're shooting with guns and stuff it's like holy shit killing birds you know like yeah yeah but i loved the like how they would move the camera down from when he actually killed it yeah. I, those little I don't know to me it felt like this is what Shrek would be if it was like more higher higher art I guess I don't know <laughs> what do you like mean by that Shrek ah. do you have you watched Shrek, Shrek is love Shrek is Shrek is fart have... jokes and shit right like the most of the time you know, is no, that what you mean there's like a no no well there's like it's for kids but if you watch it as, as an adult the dialogue is crazy like they oh, throw yeah. some real adult shit. So there's it's a like lot half of, of it's like shitting on Disney and like other yeah. studios, right? Like yeah. that's half the jokes, right? And there's also some like raunchy kind of joke, like Lord Farquaad, how he's he's like, oh, maybe he's compensating for something. It's just like, oh, they just made a small dick joke in a kids show, you know, like a kids <laughs> movie. Oh, even Lord Farquaad, it's just fuckwad, right? Like all yeah. these little like near terms and shit. It's crazy. And so, yeah, not to get too much, obviously, into Shrek, but, like, that that is an interesting movie where Shrek is very much a kid's movie, right? But also, there's a lot there for adults, and it could still be very enjoyable for adults. And I think with Fantastic Mr. Fox, I would say that it's not really, it's not really a kid's movie. Like, it's not a movie that you'd be like, oh, watch, yeah. hey, nine-year-old, watch out Fantastic Mr. Fox, you'll like it. I don't yeah. think they would. I don't think they would like right. it. There's some like yeah. weird, funny stuff. It's like I don't know the way they just dig down forever. Like I don't know. I yeah. feel like kids yeah. would get a. That reminded me so much of like the that. video game Dig Dug. <laughs> straight lines. Just... Yeah, just the straight line and the hard <laughs> angles. Are foxes yeah. good at digging? Is that a thing? Yeah, a foxhole. I mean, right? Oh, they live in foxholes. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I think they're good at. Digging. Yeah, at the beginning they live in a hole. They're like. Yeah, trying to upgrade it yeah. yeah. gosh and again just the re and that that's the thing is like so much of it is very adult themed where you know like you were saying earlier Taryn, like with the realtor he's like ah oh, like you, don't, you guys don't have any pine or like any any other kind of tree it's like well in your price range and you know like yeah. us, like being house shopping and stuff you're just like trying to talk to your realtor about shit like that and it's it's <laughs> It's so weirdly relatable, really, like going into adulthood, doing real quote unquote adult things. Yeah. Yeah. But, I think yeah. that that's what makes the Wes Anderson movies kind of weird because like he started making movies really young and like he didn't really have these experiences 
while like like not already doing something that he truly loved to do like making movies and i feel like that's just a different i don't know it would just be a different life experience like he has maybe more, a little bit more of a childish outlook on life because of it i don't does that make mm, sense true. Yeah, I can and see that's that. why that kind of blends into his movies the whimsicalness of um, yeah yeah and maybe that's sounds like i'm shitting on him a little bit but i don't really think so like he still has this hyper imagination you know yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah I, yeah i read that for like a large part of the production for this he was working remotely from i think like london or paris or like wherever he lived at the time and he he was just like he would act out scenes and then just send them from his iphone like <laughs> and that it was just like he just seems like a very eccentric guy you know that yeah. likes to be sure. alone doesn't maybe doesn't like to be around a lot of people and i don't know it's just uh, directors are probably all fucking weird in their own right but wes anderson yeah. specifically Dude, yeah i was reading some like i don't know if you would call them um reviews but people that have worked with him in the in the past and how he like the consensus is like he's super anal about everything right. which is why everything is so meticulously symmetrical and stuff but like that working with him can be really frustrating but you know that like at the end the product is cool like it'll be worth doing yeah right yeah and that it's not like a terrible time to work with him right but uh it's rough but it's worth it <laughs> did you guys have you guys seen how they did the dialogue for this movie, like the voice capturing. I saw that they so they didn't record like in a traditional studio, right? Yeah. They they recorded in like random ass places. I saw a video like a couple of weeks ago randomly of George Clooney and all of them sitting like around this little table, like it looked like a hotel, like on this couch, just doing the dialogue and like that's what's in the fucking movie. Like he wanted them face to face to make it feel more natural and stuff, and I feel like that worked so well. <laughs> And in, yeah, and then also in like just weird environments I saw like yeah like outside in the middle of a fucking forest like when they were doing foresty type scenes like underground at some point I don't know the context <laughs> behind that but just I don't again it's so weird it's just like I can't remember what this comes up a lot in with other directors but they kind of not force the cast but they like have the cast do just weird things that to like weirdly influence the movie right like getting character better. i mean yeah like in in lighthouse for example how they just lived in like this shitty ass you know willem dafoe specifically like lived in the shitty ass shack to like just stay in character that was more of a of an actor you know method actor kind of choice but directors definitely influence that a lot too with you know things like that what where is the environment that you're recording because it's it's obviously going to shape that. Yeah. Just not only the sound quality, but also just how the characters interact with one another. Yeah, I noticed yeah. it this time. After like learning that, you could tell like there's some parts where the first word or two it sounds like they're too far away from the mic, and then it like gets back in like focus almost. I don't know. There's like a few oh, different really? spots where it's like it kind of hmm. sounds like shit, but it's like that's the take because that's like the most natural, best sounding one or whatever. It's like yeah. so good. Oh, yeah, I saw I saw that there was a there was one take that they were doing outside that a boat like the, on the on the best take a boat almost in, interrupted the the scene, but mm -hmm. they kind of like 
played over it with an airplane or something. Like they just kind of like added that in you know, just because they're like, this is the best take. Let's just throw a fucking airplane in there to. Yeah. yeah. Animation, that's, you can do it, bro. Fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Yeah. That's why animation is better. It's just like you just fucking roll with the punch and just go uh, with it. Uh, one of the reasons. One of the many reasons. Right? I like it. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Because otherwise, you'd just be spending your time trying to make it sound like you recorded it in a forest. Just go to the fucking exactly. forest. Exactly. You know? Go to the middle of the forest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um. So, all right. We, I mean, we talked about the cast. Like, randomly? Or, well, not maybe not randomly. Wes Anderson always gets pretty fucking stacked cast. Of course, Bill Maher in uh, pretty, much every, pretty much everything that he's made, right? Oh, Bill Murray, you mean? Bill Murray, I'm sorry, Bill. Yeah, Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, there's a there's like yeah. a good four, five, six amount of people that are just in everything, no matter what. Like Owen Wilson yeah. is just like the most random. Coach yeah, he's like there. a he's a he's a coach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and his his voice, I think I recognize that he's like. Yeah, for sure. Well, and George yeah. Clooney, of course, but yeah, it just. Because what Jason know. Schwartzman is, Ash is Ash. Ash. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. hear it. I don't know. Like I tried, but. It was cool that I didn't recognize him, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Maybe so, but Yeah. Um That's like the the YouTube channel where it shows like every every Transformers movie ever. They have like an every Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson movie ever and it's like oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's kind that's of the scary. interesting thing is like, you know, we talked about certain directors just having that style, Quentin Tarantino, Wes Anderson. And I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing to have. I don't know. It would be kind of cool to be like, and, and, and especially like if other people try to adopt that in your movie, there's like, oh, this movie was doing some Wes Anderson type shit. I mean, if you have the fucking trademark on your own style, like I feel like you're doing something right as a director. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So. Even if it can can be a little maybe exhausting if you watch like Jay said, watch two or three of them in a row. Yeah. But it's yeah. like if you've got the market on that and then that's your shit, you know? It's better than it just being stuck in 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 just like the sea of generic shit, like where you really can't tell who sure. does what. You know yeah. what I mean? Dude, I think it's better. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Like, I don't know. I've never watched a lot of his movies back to back, so I'd never gotten that exhaustion from it but like mm -hmm. i feel like his style is like one of the most easily recognizable styles there is dude live action animation anything like look at this it's a whole ass book just accidentally about west anderson. it's called yeah called accidentally west anderson or just pictures that look like they'd be from west anderson movies and they fucking works like it's so crazy yeah yeah again yeah. to have that you know corner on the on that market of media is just like you're doing something right if people just look yeah. at something and they're just like that's your style you're definitely doing something right. yeah it's like i don't even yeah. care what the next movie is making is about i'm gonna watch it like i'm yeah. just excited for it no matter what like that's so cool bill murray's already in it for sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. he is isn't he isn't it the french dispatch yeah that's it. oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. shit yeah. Coming out. yeah it's coming out i think we yeah i think we saw like uh that cast is stacked it's fucking mm -hmm. ridiculous yeah yeah um yeah and like there was i don't know to just stay on the whole style like there was a lot of scenes that were just like so beautiful in 
and just how they were done, like specifically the um, the mineral mine that they kind of go in, like when they're having that, like every oh, time, yeah. every time Mr. and Mrs. Fox are having a heart to heart, they're behind like the most beautiful fucking thing. Like one was the gem mine. The other one was like that waterfall thing that was in the back. That was awesome. And you're just like, I, I don't, it's, it's so <laughs> weird because like, it, it shouldn't be as beautiful as it is because it's just the way, I don't know, the way that the style is seems so like rugged, but yeah. it just, there's something about yeah. it. It's just, you know, whimsical and just really works. Yeah. Yeah. Some interesting technical stuff. They shot it at what, 12 FPS, which is half the normal speed that you would shoot a film. Yeah. Um, because th- th- he wanted like the stop motion part to be more prominent. Like he wanted that as like to really shine through as like a thing that's, I guess, hard. But I feel like when you limit yourself to half the frames, that's even harder. Oh, it's, I mean, it, yeah, huge. it's yeah. easy because you don't have to do as many like setups. <laughs> yeah. It's harder to like get it to look good, you know? Mm-hmm. And this movie looked really good. Oh, yeah. It yeah. did, yeah. And yeah, so like like you said, it, it, they Wes Anderson, you know, that was a choice they made to try to make the movie, try to just make the audience like very kind of hyper aware that it's stop motion. Because I, I think we've talked about, like we talked about in our Coraline review where at first, like the intro scene, you're like, okay, yeah, very stop motion. But then you almost just forget, you know, like you kind of almost forget. Uh-huh. I feel like with this movie, it's just more apparent. It's just more choppy. It's, yeah, you know, and that was... But it, it fits it well. Like it, you know, it was a good choice. I think yeah. he did it very well. I saw what they. This movie is comprised of fifty six thousand shots or something. Yeah, which doesn't sound like it doesn't as sound many. Much. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw 56, like fifty six thousand, dude. Doesn't sound like that much. Well, now okay, that we've recorded two episodes of the Fumble Monster, look how yeah, long but it takes to set that up. But each dude, one is an hour and a half. I mean, hour and a half. Dude, but when you're making like miniatures yeah, to move it, just and a little it's the bit. whole. And then you got to make them all. Like all but, the faces okay. are different physical faces. Yeah. So, but think about it this way: is if they didn't do it, uh, if they did it the standard, the twenty-four, like frame, more. It, it would be it would be double. It would be literally double, right? So, you know, but that's why maybe yeah. it doesn't sound like that much. And then I think I I was reading too about like just. How many models they they had for Mr. Fox, and it it didn't sound like as many as I thought. Because haven't we it talked did, about did. like um, in uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas? There's like so many different fucking different models for um, Jack Skellington for Jack Skellington, and like in this one, I think they had like what was it? It was like seven main puppets or something, and then it it, it like wasn't as many as you. Would of think but there's the it says here well not just for fox but there was 535 puppets total made for this movie. yeah puppets total right so mr fox has 17 um, different styles 17 different styles okay which That's 17 sounds like sizes. a small right That's yeah so weird Sorry. yeah and like 17 different styles doesn't i don't know it doesn't sound like that many does it but then they they do say he has 120 or excuse me 102 puppets alone for like for Mr. Fox, which sounds like more. But I don't know. I'm just comparing it to like other stop motion things where I'm just like Jack Skellington probably had like 700. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. But his face also doesn't move like an 
you know what I mean? Like they could probably move the face a little That's more. That's true. Because they were pop yeah, they literally were just pop like circles in a line that you'd have to literally you can't like move that, you know? That's yeah, true. That's that is true. true. That makes sense, but that's still a lot of work, dude. I've never made a No, I, and I'm not trying to before. like take away from that. <laughs> it just it, yeah. like it yeah. It just seems, you know, you're just like, oh shit, let's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's but... crazy. Well, the budget was pretty big, forty million. Forty million, 40 million. and yeah. not a huge box office success yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. Forty-six yeah. million was the box office. I think they. Yeah. Which does I mean a little bit over break even, but yeah, I don't know. One of those things where I don't know. It's kind of like it doesn't seem like Wes Anderson's just pumping out movies for the box office, right? Like. No. Right. It's a love for the craft and a love for the art. Yeah, I, yeah for sure. I was thinking about it. I was like, maybe it was just like our age when it came out, but like I don't remember like hearing about this movie like at, at all, all. Or, at yeah. all. And that's yeah. that's also the choice that we talked about because like this movie, I don't feel like was marketed as a kids movie, and it definitely doesn't have that feel at all. Oh, where yeah. like so it you know, adults like how many adults are really going to be like oh yeah I'm going to watch that animated stop motion or like that stop motion movie that's not for my for my five-year-old <laughs> yeah, right like it's, it's just not as popular of a thing that you would want to watch yeah yeah you know yeah you have to be really into movies i think right yeah. which is why i think that like this his stuff is probably going to be like cult classic stuff oh yeah at least some of them you know i feel like this movie is already getting there i feel like i see a lot more of it like nowadays maybe it's just like reddit or whatever but yeah. Like I see it a lot more, just in general. People are yeah. recognizing finally. Or you're paying attention more, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's also the thing. Are you retroactively like, oh, it's Wes Anderson guy is pretty cool. <laughs> Check out yeah. that other movie. So in comparison to like the big heavy hitters around that time when it came out, so Wally was two thousand eight and up was two thousand nine. And they had substantially bigger budgets. But also way bigger box offices, and I don't think he was really. I I I just brought that up because the Fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, poster says proof that Pixar doesn't have a monopoly. Oh wow! Oh, is it proof? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Sorry, sorry, Wes. I don't know if that's that's proof. I don't know, but I just thought that was interesting. Just. Just to see the comparison, I mean, I feel like this is like leaps and bounds more impressively. Well, I don't know. I think Up is overrated as shit. Wally obviously <laughs> is in the Hall of Fame <laughs> and beautifully animated, but like when you when you get into the stop motion shit, it's just so much more impressive. And to do it with forty million dollars instead of a hundred and seventy five million for <laughs> Up, <laughs> you know. That's a grip of cash, yeah. and you know I, wow. I feel like I feel like you gotta give kudos to the Mister Fox because because that's uh that's impressive, yeah. And it's and it's I mean it's just it's very different too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it does have. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I'll... Oh my god. <laughs> Jinx. I feel like we have this. Take a oh shot. my god. Oh my god. Was was like I'm talking. I'm talking. All right, go for it. I just feel like we have more of a concrete like understanding of moving a puppet and how long that would take versus like doing it on a computer you know what i mean maybe that's why it's more impressive that's true that's all I was yes. yeah yeah no yeah, yeah maybe that's unnecessary 
criticism. Yeah, because like, yeah. I bet I'm there's sure, like, yeah, it still takes because you're still moving frame by frame on a computer, but it's less physical yeah. work. I, guess. I yeah. bet like, yeah, actual animators for movies hear about people just coming over fucking stop motion, just like guys. Animating shit isn't easy either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't make things physically, but like, do you know how many hours I spend just staring at a computer screen, screen trying to make that work? You yeah. know, like, so yeah. yeah, no, that's definitely not easy either. So. Well, their budget was good, so at least they got paid for it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I went to school at UNM initially for animation, so I got to do some of that in our first class. And, and it was easy, uh, right? <laughs> no it's super fucking hard but like he's like i dropped out right away it was too hard yeah i dropped out immediately dude i was like fuck that <laughs> no, the, the uh the crazy part is like even in the first class you could tell who was good at animating mm. because they injected their own style into the animation right like there was a an assignment where you had it like what was essentially like a potato sack and the corners could move and the thing could like bend and fold and you had to make it jump from one space to another. That was the assignment, right? Mm -hmm. And so everybody just like made the sack jump, right? And it was like, okay, he jumped, he landed, it kind of bobbled. Cool. This yeah. one motherfucker did this whole karate scene where like Ooh. the camera zoomed in and like spun around and he was like posing like karate-like jumped right up directly where he was and did like a flip and like a karate chop and shit, Holy shit. and then like landed back down and it was amazing and that's yeah. when i was like i'm fucking out like there's yeah. no way <laughs> dude i feel like i'd be so pissed be like guys it was just a jump why are you trying to show us all up like this but also I impressed. The, teacher, the, the teacher fails his ass he's like bro i didn't fucking ask for this <laughs> show yeah. off come on that's really it's... cool i bet that guy skipped a lot of other classes maybe yeah, yeah. that's awesome I, but i hope that he's an animator now because he was great yeah for me i just think i don't have the patience to sit there and like you fucking code bro every little thing yeah that's a different. i started coding and i was like i don't have the patience for this shit and dropped out right away <laughs> oh, man yeah but it's it is uh very hard i'll say that but it's like you're not building things physically where like if you fuck it up yeah. that's it you know right you okay. still have undo and control c control v and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah. But it takes a lot of time yeah. yeah and there's a ton of animators that work on those big movies and they only end up making like 10 minutes 50 seconds of <laughs> the movie yeah, well, yeah didn't we i feel like there's a movie we watched where it was like one guy's job was like the cape or something of a character wasn't didn't we Dude, Doctor like... Strange, I think. Oh, was it that? Yeah, that's crazy, dude. One guy's job was just to make the fucking cape look good. Just like, how many fucking animators are there, dude? On one that project? cape was cool, though. Uh, yeah, the cape was cool, pretty though. cool. Yeah, dude, it's... I don't know. There's just something different about stop motion that just feels so. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but just like the way, if, you... if they're just standing there and like their hair is moving all over the place and stuff, you think you guys notice that? Like, yeah, it just kind yeah. of like statically moving around like that's literally like because yeah. people are touching it and like their fingers are leaving marks on them it. and shit i don't know i just love that shit my favorite my so favorite alive. was was when the eyes were crying every time like uh, oh, one of the characters like were tearing up yeah it was just like how they do that and like <laughs> they do that especially the smoke i loved it it was like obviously like uh, cotton or something cotton balls it was yeah. So uh, yeah cool looking yeah and the explosions like 
they just they were so impactful you're like whoa <laughs> like those are really cool yeah yeah just well, like, how creative yeah, it so was. Right. yeah so in For this sure. movie the speaking of stop motion versus cg there was a cg scene in this movie it's when the whole mine is flooded with cider and you're like seeing oh, yeah. that kind of go through that was the the only cg scene but just like characters yeah. spinning around and shit i don't know yeah that was good but yes so so just ridiculous but i mean you know it worked <laughs> of course um yeah so let's see what else taryn I'm, I'm curious what else do you have like i don't know you did you've done obviously a lot of research <laughs> on this movie from wrote a three-page paper that's four years ago did you not so like what you, what what did you say that your the theme of your paper was on? It was something that Jay had touched on. It was like existentialism and like individualism, I guess. Was like mm. what the paper was about cuz like there's even like the line obvious line where he's just like who am I? Like he's just like thinking about like like I'm good at this one thing, but I can't do it and I got to do this other thing that I don't like doing and I'm not that good at it. And then like it all just culminates so good at the end, especially cuz he gives that big speech where he's just like, we're all wild animals and like, let's do what we're fucking good at. And they all dig and do all this different stuff. All the different animals mm-hmm. have their uh, like specialties. Like the, he hands out all the, you know, the jobs to all the different animals and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it was basically just that. It was just like, everyone has their own yeah. like unique strengths and yeah. they should be able to like focus more on that instead of doing other shit, I guess. I don't know. And they, and they totally mm-hmm. touch it when, when, when you don't realize it. Which is another cool ass in joke where he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'm like definitely afraid of wolves," and like you know, oh god, the wolves, the, the wolf scene like represents him finally coming to terms that he is an animal mm-hmm. and that he's and there's there's this there's this thing where he came from and what's like buried inside of him, you know. Direct our foxes are you know essentially I don't know are they Discern- are they related. I don't know, the same, same subspecies yeah so like mm-hmm. you know he has like this carnal uh creature that lives inside of him and he's he's almost trying to fight it throughout the whole movie and he's like oh i'm afraid of it and he and, and he keeps saying that he's afraid of it until he finally meets it eye to eye and then he's like yeah, it does look <laughs> so weird. It was so weird. I was like, "This is the weirdest <laughs> fuck." I was like, "This doesn't make sense." That was also when so I'm, weird. Like, thinking about it, I'm like, "It's good." It's the great. wolf is just straight up a wild animal that's just he's <laughs> yeah. trying to talk to it in English and, and then in like French or something. Latin, yeah. He's like, he doesn't speak English or Latin. But then he also asks him a question about like French, about like what the oh yeah yeah, yeah. winter is oh, going to yeah. be like or something. Yeah. He doesn't know. Like yeah, like the wolf is on all fours. No other animals are like exactly. They have clothes yeah. on, you know. Like yeah, yeah. He's a full on wild fucking animal. It's good. It's a full ass wolf. Yeah, that was interesting yeah. that he kind of conquered that, you know. And yeah, and then Mrs. Fox pregnant again. Fantastic Mr. Yeah. Fox 2. Number 2. <laughs> yeah. That'd be Maybe. Exciting. Maybe. Doubtful. But... Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. Did you guys check yeah. out Isle of Dogs? Nobody checked it out? I, think I watched I it in theaters with you, bro. Yeah. You saw it in theaters with me? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. 
I remember that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I knew you guys liked like... Wes Anderson, like Grand Budapest Hotel and stuff, and I was like, let's go watch this yeah. movie. And I was like, yeah, maybe. only a couple showings. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I like this one better, I think, though. For sure. Yeah. Really? For sure. Yeah. I love Dogs. Yeah. Huh. other soft animation movie that came out. Uh-huh. Yeah. About Dogs? 2016, 17? I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. Pretty recently. Yeah, I want to check it out. I saw it on there. Yeah. But that I feel like I have the fatigue, you know? I got to wait yeah. a few weeks. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. Dude, I've yeah. been on David Lynch fatigue for over a year now. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do yeah. it sometimes. Got to give yeah. it a Nice. Interesting, right. though. I thought it might have been better than this one. I thought I had heard that, I guess, when it came out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. No. It's all right. It's all right. Mm. Yeah. Negative. All right. What <laughs> else? What else? What else? Any other fun facts or anything that we got? Mm. We didn't dive in too much to the plot, but I mean, I feel like. Yeah. Heist know, it's movie. Fun, it's just a fun, like, weird heisty kind yeah. of The humans, know? maybe, we could talk about. Bunts and what's his, what's their name? Bob what is it? Beans? beans? I don't know. <laughs> or Bean. Yeah. Which were interesting characters. Yeah, they were on just... the robot chicken a lot. The way they moved, they the did. Those <laughs> chickens are scene, something I know it. Yeah, the way that he destroys that room with just after he's all pissed off or whatever, you know, he's throwing yeah. off the deck. Uh, that was so, so robot funny. chicken. Yeah, that those characters so... were fucking funny, dude. I loved it. They were, they were really good. Yeah, and like the the song, like the like nursery rhyme that they have is, <laughs> yeah, so funny. Yeah, it's so. good, and I think that's straight from the book. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> and then this, and when they're like all around the circle, like singing a song, and then he's like, "Oh, I don't know. I'm just ad libbing the song." And he's like, "That's a bad song." What the fuck? Who was that guy? Petey? Was his name Petey? Yeah. Petey. Yeah. Yeah. Was so weird. I folk band. But... Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess we could... Okay, so we talked a little bit about, like, Mr. Fox's character arc. But, like, Ash has one, too, where he's, you know, he's starting to finally get into his groove. And and he realizes, you know, when he's going to save Christopherson. (laughs) That's the funniest fuck. He's like, I'm going to need you to do... uh, Give me a karate lesson real quick. (laughs) Because he's like, I'm going to karate chop chop through the freaking... The padlock. And then... Just like all that, and he's just like, I could fit in there because I'm small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah. just like, oh, what oh, a sweet God. little boy. Welcome, dude. And then what about like the the interspecies relationships? It was like Christopherson's girlfriend was a deer, right? She wasn't a deer, she but a she fox. looked like a deer. That's what funny because Samantha said that too. She had she's the spot. No, she's a fox. Oh. She. I'm saying that like sure. she's a hotter, hot older. <laughs> oh, he was she a was dead ass fox, dude. No, <laughs> so like she has, because she even mentions that she's like, oh, I'm like self conscious about my spots, and then yeah. he's just like, oh, I like your spots or something. What was but, her name? No, she, she looks like a deer. I don't, know I don't remember. I need to confirm this because I don't believe pretty, it. I just she was a she fox. Was a fox. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't you assume. I foxes dead ass spots sometimes. Let's look. Yeah, I'm sure. But she looked like a deer. They're like birds, Mark. She did look like a deer. But she's not a deer. She is a fox. Yeah. I will. And yeah, no, absolutely. But 
Yeah, and it, I don't know. It's in just her funny, you know. I was like, like, "Whoa, what happened? I don't remember this." <laughs> huh? Oh, interspecies yeah. relationship. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, yeah. It's like, huh? This is interesting. But yeah, no. Ash's character does go through that arc, and like, it's funny because just the whole time he's, it feels like you know he's trying to convince himself that like, no, he's not. He's not different. Like, he's not different. He's he's just as good. Um, you know, as his father was, like, he's going to be, he, you know, he always calls, he always refers to himself as an athlete. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just <laughs> what makes Christophus, Chris, like, why can't I say his name? I love that name, Christofferson. There you go. Christofferson's yeah. character is so much more hilarious because, like, he's not, he's not cocky or anything. He's just naturally what? Extremely talented. He's, <laughs> he's all like, zen as fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, on his freaking name tag um what does it say okay so on his name tag it says name christopherson silver fox uh height 42 centimeters and then in parentheses tall for a cub (laughs) weight (laughs) 3.5 kilograms allergies none reason for travel ill father like it's just so funny this is the little subtleties that they have like yeah dude it's like similarly like where it's like two days later and it's like 12 fox years or whatever like all those different like yeah, title cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the title, title cards. cards. Yeah. So like, also, yeah. they can, like, kind of read them. They're, like, kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit where they, they like, interact with those. Like, oh, how long can foxes go without eating? And, like, it just says that, and they're just like, yeah. <laughs> no. But, yeah. Yeah, right, Christopherson so... crying under the train track. Ooh, bad, bad. Oh, that's, oh, dude, that was, like, actually <laughs> heartbreaking. Like, it's like he's down. Ash what did they so say about weird. his dad? He's down to a single pneumonia. He yeah. should be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Dude, the ba- uh, real quick, the badger. I love that fucker. Like the little I sidekick, like... basically. Oh, sorry. Oh, what right. oh, no, yeah. the possum. What is he? Possum. Oh, possum. Possum, yeah. <laughs> when he yeah what what out, was he? Was he, he was an like, he just, he, No, but oh. like, was he just like their roommate? <laughs> like, what? You like their handyman or something? I don't know. He just, yeah, he just like, lives there. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. He would just zone out and his eyes would change. It was funny every time. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Every time. But okay, so like when was this set? So like they they finally get like the the golden the golden vault of the supermarket. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so so they just steal stuff very particularly so they don't get caught is there cameras in this day and well age? that's the what, thing is like what's they going eat, on they are eat they, like animals, animals again like in the yeah, in the grocery store yeah. it's not like they take a few things and take them back to their lair they just so yeah, yeah. It, it it's gonna be the whole thing again and they're gonna like destroy the supermarket which yeah and, and then you have the huge irony at the end that it's all of their supermarket. Yeah. yeah, all of the three yeah, yeah. people that they were fighting the whole time—they've infiltrated the supermarket, which was so good. Was so, and great. that's what was funny—is like he made like this big deal. He's like one big heist, one last big heist in the beginning of the movie, but he steals one chicken. It's like what? <laughs> They're gonna eat it like right away. It's like the last big one, and then I'm gonna be I'm a newspaper article. Right? Yeah. yeah 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 i know yeah. yeah well that's what he meant he was just like this is the last series of crimes <laughs> <we're> gonna... <laughs> series yeah but all right so let's um 
let's hop right into to ratings. I think if we're ready, see if this is a Hall of Famer. I don't know. I I kind of want Taryn to go first, but because I feel like he likes us the most, kind of give us the vibe on what we're feeling. Influence you guys. Give us the vibe, so we just have to match his score. We're like, well, since Taryn fucking bumps this up, is he gonna leave this so high that we're like, all right, we can't hurt his feelings. We got. (laughs) Well, he did write a paper on it, so. I can go first. Fuck it. Go ahead, Taryn. I don't know. This is a self-proclaimed one of my favorite movies ever. Like top five, oh. I think. Wow. Dang. I, I don't know. Since the first time I watched it, dude. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's because it was at school it influenced me because we obviously talked about it after and like just mm-hmm. that vibe of like being in a classroom and talking about a movie and everyone's just like really high yeah. on the movie and it just fucking feels good the whole time. Probably yeah. influenced me a lot, but like I watched it couple more times since then this is probably my third or fourth time watching this movie and like i still loved it like that those good feelings never went away which is good so i was a little nervous but uh (laughs) yeah i don't know i just love wes anderson i love animation like the two put together is just awesome the voice acting is so good it's just so natural like the way they talk Mm -hmm. is not over the top at all like i don't know like the way it was written and performed is just so unique. Everything on this movie is so fucking unique. Which is also like, you know, like that's the theme of the movie, bro. Take your uniqueness and use it to your advantage. <laughs> you may be different, yeah. but you got to do, do stuff with it, you know? I don't know. I just love yeah. everything about this movie. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm lost. I'm like, I'm just <laughs> <Nature> so... paper. <laughs> Yeah, read the three read pages. Your paper. There was like a part that I was like, should I skip the scene? Or was it? Let me just a uh, quick little, uh, you know, I'm just uh, skimming, skimming the paper. Uh, yeah, no, I can't do this. That's really hard to do. <laughs> it wasn't like a big paper. I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. I always forget what we talked about before, but like all that stuff should be here. Insert that here. My review. I don't know what to read it, dude. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> Why are you scared? I don't know. It's like one of my favorite movies, but like, right. I feel like that's such a five movies for you, dude. Yeah, but like that's such a different brain. category than like give it a number score. You yeah, know what I mean, like so, mm. like okay, I, feel I, feel I love, I, feel I love Rush Hour, but is Rush Hour ten? Come on, exactly. Yeah. 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 Is it I even an it. eight? Yeah. Like. Yeah, favorite is so different than like all this other. No, stuff. yeah. So don't don't sure. I, like that's the thing is like don't don't feel the pressure of like it's one of my top five, so I, it has to be a nine point eight. Like no. Rating is different. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say. no. Be honest with yourself. What? Yeah. Garbage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, no, uh, ten. Nine point three. Nine point okay. three. Wow. Nine point three. Out of ten, coming from Taryn. Feels good movie to watch. Yeah, it is a feels good. Nice. All right. Do you guys mind if I go next? Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So like echoing a lot of the things that Taryn said, I think like the voice acting just right out of the gate. It just it feels so natural and like I don't know. Maybe I was just swooning over George Clooney's voice the whole time, but I'm just like this is just <laughs> working. Like you know, and then you, uh, Bill Murray and. 
Willem Dafoe, like just to see these interesting characters, Owen Wilson, like all of them, I don't know, just being interesting characters, like seeing them animated was just a lot of fun. Um, the whole story of like, you know, the, the father trying to be, he's just trying to be a provider and like trying to do what he loves. But also I think what I, what I love about fantastic or like Mr. Fox's character is that he kind of admits that like a lot of it does have to do with ego. And like, that was something that I like personally feel like I could really relate to where he's just like, I just want people to respect me. I want people to like understand that I am like really good and like almost to kind of fear me in a way. Like he, he goes into this really interesting monologue where he's just being so candid and I don't know. I just kind of like related to that. I'm just like, I'm that type of person where like, I just want people to, to like me. And and it's like almost to my detriment where I'm like, I just want to be liked and to kind of see that out on in his character. It just really resonated with me. And I thought it was just so great. And it, it, cause it's not like he has bad intentions and wants, wants this for like greed, but it's just this thing, this insatiable craving that he has that just really worked. Like it really worked. And especially him being a Fox, you know, I don't know. So that was, that was like probably my favorite part, you know, my favorite theme about the movie. I think like now that I'm, I'm kind of thinking about this and, and comparing it to other animated movies and like why I think all of us love animated movies so much is because we can watch them as kids and then watch them as adults. And like, it's still just as amazing as an adult and as a kid, but for a completely different reason. And I think that's maybe where this movie as an animated movie, like doesn't do it for me as much is because I don't think that, I don't think the kids would enjoy this movie, frankly, at all. Like there's, there's very little for kids to just enjoy about this. And I don't know. I think what I love about animation is the blend is like to have both of those coexist and tell two different stories. And this movie is not trying to do that. Right. But it, you know, obviously it just doesn't have it. Um, but I don't know, of course, you know, all, again, all of the Wes Anderson tropes, completely visually beautiful in a weird way, right? Because like, if you just look at a picture of it, you're like, these animals are kind of ugly, but they're all like, when you're watching them on screen, you're like, they're adorable. You'd love the cuteness of them. There's that whole factor. And I don't know, it just, it really, really works. Um, but, you know, I don't know, for me, is it quite there at a Hall of Fame? I don't think so. I think it does fall a little bit short, but it's still great. I still loved it. For me, it's an 8.8 .8 out of 10. Okay. Oh my God, I have to say, Gerald said it was a nine. That is amazing. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. That is huge. Yeah. All right, so an 8.8 .8 .8 out of eight. Who wants to go next, Jay or James? Go ahead, Jay. Okay. So, yeah, I think um, there's a little bit of, of relatableness that I align with you on, Adrian. I think that might, maybe most of us probably have those feelings, especially because, like, we try to make stuff like this podcast and, like, do these things like me and James and the band and stuff. Like, it's it's, in a way, just exposing yourself to other people like hey we are doing this naked thing, and afraid this thing yeah and like you don't want anybody to say that it sucks but then when it happens like with our first feedback on it <laughs> you don't really care you know yeah, yeah. it's and, a like, boomer 
there's a blend of like we enjoy it like what we if we didn't enjoy it we wouldn't have been doing it for this long consecutively right Mm -hmm. and like planning all these things around it and like acting on them which is a lot of work Mm -hmm. um but it yeah i don't know it's weird it does it feels like it doesn't matter and that in a lot of ways i connected to like yeah people should play to their strengths and be able to do that and do whatever they want you know like that is the best that is the place where you will act and like be the best in your life and uh i think that wes anderson got to do that and that's like what we're seeing a lot of is like oh i've been making movies since i was like college age basically like when other people would start like working and you know he probably shares in those feelings too like everybody should be able to do what they want yeah um so i resonated strongly to that like you know personally just being like burned out at work or getting burned out and like all the covid shit just like in you know doubling down on everything making it that much more heavy um you definitely start to think about like how you're you're using your time and stuff and you know related to that so it's hard to knock it i mean there is the like style fatigue um I i feel like that's like very telling like we talked more about the style and the vibe and all that stuff than we did like the movie like the plot and stuff yeah um and i get that he didn't like make the story but you know right um but i feel like that's common with wes anderson movies they're like beautiful to look at there may be some like deep dark substance there but it's not really like a story that's going to keep you in your seat the whole time you know or like yeah. keep you on the edge of your seat Man, sometimes movies can just be vibes Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, nothing no, wrong with sure. it. Absolutely, for sure, it's absolutely. Um, and it's definitely a vibe. Like, I think for me, it's. I'm probably closer to Adrian. Like, at eight point seven, sounds right to me. Yeah. Okay. Eight point seven, out of ten for Jay. Let's hear it from James. Where are you at? Why are you laughing? Um, Stop. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm. I'm. I don't know. It's 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 because like I'm gonna I'm gonna say all these positive things, but I, I feel <laughs> but I feel like my score is not gonna reflect my positive things to say about it. Um, I I mean, totally enjoyable movie. I don't I don't know if I agree with Adrian in the sense that it's not for kids. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know if I like that argument that animated movies have to be for kids you what know? i'm saying like, though is that like when they can you, do both is when it's beautiful yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah mm. yeah okay okay then i then i can agree with that but I, I think that people are gonna be able to pick this up and it's got the the heist for the dads i feel yeah. like this is a total <laughs> dad movie you know very much a dad I, movie. Thought, I thought jay was about to go into like some it's I'm a, a dad no, yeah, no. I thought you were gonna go into. I'm a dad, and I'm trying to sacrifice <laughs> life for Comparing my child. Comparing to George Clooney. Okay. Yeah, I was well, like, oh shit. So we robbing banks? Let's go. Let's, let's get it. No, but okay. That's what I thought I'm, we were gonna, doing. I'm cutting into your review, and I'm sorry, but I'm gonna. No, no, no. Good, good. No, it's there is that for me, but see, I don't really yeah. think about being a dad in that way. Like, what I would rather do is like rob the bank, whatever it is, right? The thing that you love. And show them, like, hey, you can do this. Like, don't feel like you have to be locked into something that you don't like. Don't feel like you have to do that. Like, you yeah. can do something. You can make things. You can do something. I think more people just kind of need that. Yeah. yeah. And the affirmation helps. Like, when somebody's like, hey, that thing was cool. Like, it it does help. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not Take saying to go and drop five star reviews on every platform or but nothing. If you did, but, like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah, but it's yeah, and in some ways, like you explore that, and and that's where I want to shine through as a dad, and not necessarily like, oh, I'm gonna go do this thing and grind and like hate it, but I have to provide, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like in some ways, yeah. you are robbing the bank if you're doing what you love and providing. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. Nice. Nice. Well, shit. Now I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> no. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, we 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 touched on. I think I think there's some really good, easy to follow character arcs there. Sometimes the dialogue, like the, I I feel like sometimes Wes Anderson the dialogue is so overly witty sometimes where you're just mm. like, some things get lost in the sauce there. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm yeah. like, I, I think probably most of these movies, um, benefit on multiple, multiple viewings and like, just, just being able to catch all the little dialogue that comes out because I feel like, the dialogue is very unnatural, you know? Not everyone fucking spits out zingers like that. Boom, 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 boom. You know, it's like, um, it's like, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch, but I think there's that, there's, there's that fatigue there. And, and like I've said, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel is one of my favorite movies, like, ever. But, um, yeah. Stop motion animation is the shit but this movie is an eight for me <laughs> straight across imagine imagine i just dropped a bomb like you know and i, I and that's and, and like I, eight's a eight's a good score i feel, I feel like that's like the yeah, right score yeah. for me even though i gushed about it i don't really know what would what would take it to that next next level, next level. i think um I don't know. I'm not a not a guy that does that. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to think what what was my biggest problem is maybe that it that it's um it's it might not be too approachable for for a wide audience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Sure. I think I think you have to watch this movie a couple times and then you start falling in love with just like the little zingers that that happen mm-hmm. and. And I think that's could sort of hurt it on a first time viewing, mm-hmm. even though I've seen this movie a couple times. All right, dude, that's so interesting. So, <laughs> Mentioning Grand Budapest, I'm like, that's definitely his best movie. But like, why isn't it my favorite West End? It's, I don't know. It's just a weird conflict in my mind. Yeah, that is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So an eight point seven for our fumbler score. I like Pretty it. good. Not a Hall of Famer, sorry, Taryn, but I don't think you were like really rooting it for it to be, you know. Sorry, uh, grumpiest cat who who requested the movie and she gave it a solid ten, baby, ten. Whoa, nice. she gave it a ten in the chat. No, and and that's the thing is like we only had you know positive things to say about this movie. It was great. Eight point seven yeah. is a high score, guys. That's a really oh, high she- score. She's gonna yeah. comment on our Instagram. You guys are fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> Just got me taste that shit. Oh man. Yeah. All right. So 
Umbler score of an 8.7. Let us know what you guys think about this movie. Um, follow us on all of our socials. Find all of those at filmfumblers.com. Next week, we are recording a review on Kubo, another animated movie. Not in animation, but another animated movie. We're just keeping keeping that vibe going through June. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, so tune in for that episode. Um, doing that next week. Yeah, until then, we will see you guys next time. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. See ya. Cheers. Cheers.